Guys, so good to see you again. Can we give a massive thank you to the worship team? Aren't they amazing? So great. Oh, mate, I know. Isn't it excellent? So good. You're like, that's exactly what I was going to say. Firstly, Zeke, massive happy birthday, bro. Where are you, Zeke? Somewhere, yeah. Zeke, you are amazing, bro. God's given you such a gentleness, and he's going to use that to be able to bless people around you, sir. You need another lollipop, brother. My man. Yeah, yeah. And there was a birthday down the back I saw as well. Awesome. I didn't hear that name, but... Izzy! Come on, Izzy. Massive happy birthday as well. You are incredible. I, um, I just felt God saying over you, Izzy, as well, that this is the, the best is yet to come, that you're going to see even greater things this year, and that God is so proud of you, delights in you. So you're incredible, my friends. Um, I just want to quickly introduce as well my cousin Luke. Where's Luke? Oh, there's Luke. This guy's a Christian supermodel. So um, do you want to give them a quick pose? Wow, wow. Look at those stretchy pants. That's incredible. Luke's my cousin, and he is the best cousin in the world. So if you ever go up to him, just say, hey, you're the best cousin in the world. He needs some encouragement. Thanks, Luke. We love you. Um, Guys, I love your singing today. Who enjoys singing? Yeah, it's good fun. Well, I thought we'd play a little game for some Easter eggs. Does that sound good? So this game is called Finish the Lyrics. And the way this game goes, I'm going to put on a song. They're going to cue a song when I say to. And the song's going to come on. And if either you know the song or the person next to you think knows the song, you're going to point to them. I'm going to come over to one person, and then at the chorus, it's going to cut, and they've got to sing the chorus by themselves, okay? Is that all good? So, you'll get it as it goes. Here is the cue for the first song. I'm going to go down the back to start off. One. Coming down the side. Homegrown alligators. Okay, coming Gotta hit the road. Gotta hit the road. Cheers. Are you a good singer? Sonic oh, change in the ass. Okay, what's your name? Always. You guys ready? Do you like dancing? Time flies by in the yellow and green. Stick around and you'll see what I mean. Are you ready for this? There's a mountain top that I'm dreaming of. Here we go. Three, two, one. I'll be running short, guys. Wow, you are someone, sorry, great job. That's incredible. Okay, next song, cue the music. I'm gonna go oh, over here. Wow. Oh wow, oh wow, wow. Oh, this is, mate, this is a not good, oh, good day to have thunder thighs. Oh, you guys like saying, I'm gonna, gonna go over this Oh, wow, 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 wow. Here we go, bro. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Baby, baby, baby. Wow. Sounded like someone was having a baby. That's incredible. Okay, final one. Oh, wow. Is there a dad in the house? Is there a dad in the house? Is there someone? Someone in the house that's a dad. Over here. 
Only here I did over the far side. I'm running. I got this one. I'm in here. Here we go. This is it. Here we go. Just kiss it. Pray to the Lord. Three, two, one. Let it go. Let it go. Can't hold back anymore. Wow. Great job. <laughs> What's your name? Scott. Wow. Scott, for someone that didn't know the song, that was pretty incredible. I don't know. I don't know. Let it go. Let it go is actually quite a bit like a toilet song, isn't it? When you think about it. Can't hold it back anymore. Let it go. Let it go. I need to sit down because my bottom's sore. Well, guys, that was some great singing. I, wanna, I want you to imagine that in any of those songs, let's go shotgun because that's like the latest one. Um, imagine if it got to the chorus and then it says, you know, uh, there's a mountaintop that I've been dreaming of, if you get what I mean, and then the song just ends. And you're like, I don't know what you mean. I don't know what mountaintop you're talking about. And there's no chorus. And do you know what? I'm going to be talking today a little bit how the story isn't finished. You know, with that song, the song isn't finished. It's just getting to the best bit. The same way, the way that we left off last night, Jesus has just died on the cross for all of humans, all mankind, the whole world. And it's because he loves them. There's that verse in John 3, verse 16. Who knows that one? For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him won't perish but have eternal life. I want us to focus on that first But For God so loved the world. And I want to tell you today that Jesus loves you so much. In fact, he loves you so much, God loves you so much, that he did a crazy thing for us and he died for us. And the disciples had heard that Jesus was saying, I'm going to rise from the dead and you're going to see me again. And not only am I going to be alive, you're going to come alive as well. But there is this moment where actually there's a guy called Joseph. And he was one of the Pharisees, but he didn't agree with the stuff that was happening. And so he took down Jesus' body and he was holding Jesus in his hands. And Jesus was dead at this time. And imagine knowing about the hope that you'd heard about in this man and then holding him in your hands. And little did Joseph know that this wasn't the end of the story. And I want to tell you today, wherever you are right now, whatever you're going through, this is not the end of the story. Maybe you've even given up on yourself. Maybe you've given up on the people around you. But I want to tell you, God hasn't given up on you. He loves you. I want to tell you a story, uh, a bit of a love story. Do you guys like love stories? <laughs> the girls are like, yes. The guys are like, ooh, but they're kind of interested. So... I'm going to say it anyway. There's a story that I've heard of of um, this beautiful couple. And um, the, the man, he just loves the woman so much. And she was raising money to go overseas. And so what he did was he actually said, I'm going to pay the whole trip for you. I, uh, he didn't have much money at the time, but he said, I'm just going to pay the whole trip for you. And so he saved up all that he had. And he paid for this woman to go overseas. She went overseas. She was loving it. But he decided to go even further and say, I'm going to surprise her and meet her over there. And so he gets his own ticket about a few months later and goes over there, knocks on the door where she's staying and says, 
Surprise. And he was hoping for, oh my goodness, this is amazing, whoa! But he actually got something quite different. He knocked on the door, opened the door, and she said, oh, hi. And he said, hi. And she said, um, we need to have a chat. Um, and they had a little bit of a talk. And she said, I'm not sure if I'm going to marry you. I'm not sure if you're the one for me. Imagine how heartbreaking you'd feel going all the way overseas and feeling heartbroken. And do you know what? The man, he couldn't tie her up and say, you're going to love me and that's going to be final. Because that's not true love. Love always gives a choice. But what he did instead was he started to turn up in places. She was in a cafe and he turned up with flowers at the door and just said, I love you. I want you in my life. And then um, she was with friends for coffee and then he just turned up again and said, I love you and I want you in my life. And sooner or later, the woman started to get the message, actually, man, he was actually not going anywhere. But the other thing was that actually her heart started to turn more and more saying, wow, he really does love me. And she had questioned before even if she could love herself and actually she saw that the man loved them so much and so they got married. And do you know why I love that story so much? Because that's the story of my parents. Isn't that awesome? And I want to tell you that my dad kept chasing after my mum. <laughs> He paid for a flight over there, and even when she wasn't sure about the next steps in their relationship, he's like, I'm going to keep chasing after you. And I want to tell you, there is a God in heaven that loves you so much, and he's going to keep chasing after you. Do you want to know the greatest love story in the world? It's not Twilight. It's the Bible. And I want to tell you that the Bible is an incredible love story about how there's a God in heaven that loves you so much that he would get everything to be with you. A lot of people say that if uh, God's so good, then why would he send people to hell? In fact, God would never want to send anyone to hell. In fact, he says, over my dead body. And that's why Jesus died on the cross. And I want to tell you that actually, this is the greatest love story that not even death can conquer love. And there's a story within this Bible in Luke 15, if you want to read it later on. And it says that there was a man and a father, and he had two sons. And one of the sons came up to him and said, Dad, you know, you're great and all, but I kind of want to go live my own life, you know. And um, the dad, of course, loved him so much that he couldn't make him stay. But he said, I love you, but you get to choose. And so the son chose to go off with his dad's money and spend up wild. He went to McDonald's, and he started to spend up wild on Big Macs, Hunger Buster, and he's like, I'm loving it. And then... <laughs> And then he went to Burger King and all of these people started to crowd around him because he started to pay for their meal. And he said, can I pay for your meal as well? And they said, have it your way. And so he started to pay for all of these people and they just came around for the food and he just had all these fake friends. And as soon as he ran out of money, all of the people left him. And he was at McDonald's. He couldn't even buy himself a two for $2 hash brown. That's actually a deal at the moment, by the way. Praise the Lord. And he got there and he said, I'm not loving it. This is not good. I am at the bottom. I'm at rock bottom right now. I don't know what to do. And so he decided to hire himself out to a pig farm. And he started to help um, someone take care of their pigs. But even the pig's food looked good to him because he had no more food. He had no more money. 
And then he came to his senses. He said, I've done something wrong. I should never have left my dad. I should never have just ripped him off. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go back to him, but I'm going to say, Dad, I'm sorry. I don't even deserve to be your son anymore. Just take me on as one of your slaves. And so he, he decides this, and he starts walking back to his house. But little does he know, his father's there waiting at the gate. His dad's been waiting there every day, and he sees his son coming from a long distance. And he runs to him, and he gives him the biggest hug. Does that sound familiar? And the son starts crying, says, Dad, I just said to you, say, boy, just spend it all on me, because now I'm a big boy, and I just don't like it. <laughs> just take me off by your servants. And he was just sobbing and sobbing. God held him, and he said, get ready for a party, because the son of mine that was lost is now found. He was dead, but now he's alive. And so they had this massive party. Do you know, it says that when we come to know Jesus, when we open our hearts to Jesus, that... He runs to us that there's parties in heaven. And some of you have felt like you're at the end of McDonald's right now. And you've got no more money left. Maybe you feel like you've been eating out of the pig stuff and you feel like that's the end of the story. But I want to tell you that there's an even greater part of the story. There's a father that's running to you, that he loves you. He has his arms wide open. And I want to tell you that hope in this earth isn't hoping for things around us. You know how sometimes... We can even pray as Christians and then we say, dear God, I hope that I get a PS4 for Christmas. Or I hope that I get all the Maccas in the world. Or I hope that I can do really cool Fortnite moves because that would be hype, you know? Get uh, no, that's just real bad. Don't even laugh at that. Um, but do you know what? Hope is actually not in the things around us. Hope is in the one who changes the things around us. We actually hope in a God that loves us and that changes the circumstances around us. That's why um, I love that song that we sung, Praises. It said, your love is hope inside me. That no matter what the world's, what's happening in the world around us, that God is the hope inside us. You know, sometimes we uh, say, you know, if God's good, then why is life so hard? I want to tell you that life and God are two different things. Life can be hard. Life, we can go through hard things because this is a world with brokenness and sin and wrong. There can be wrong things in this world, but God is always good. It's just like the sun. You know how the sun's always shining regardless of what the clouds are doing? The sun's always there. God is always good regardless of what we're going through. But he wants to come into our circumstances and give us hope. And I want to finish with one last story. Is that okay? There's a girl from our church, and um, she uh, had lost her mum when she was about uh, nine years old. Her mum had died of a disease. And uh, it was a really hard time in their family. And the dad um, just found it too hard. And so he just uh, had to go away. And so he left the kids there. And the kids got left with their older sister, who was about 21 at the time. And they had uh, five younger siblings. And so um, this girl, she was about nine or 10. And then uh, when I met her, she was about 12 years old. And she came to one of our camps, a bit like this. is an intermediates camp. And as she came along, um, I was speaking about something and just speaking about how Jesus loved her, how he died on the cross for all of us and how he wants to come into our hearts. And she came up to me at the end and she just said, thank you so much. She said, you don't know what this has done to my life, but it's changed my life. And I didn't really know too much about what that meant, but she said, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on at the moment, but I just know that God is with me. 
And do you know, she had thought that it was the end of her story. She thought that she was always going to live in pain. But I want to tell you, pain does not have the final say. Jesus has the final say over your life, and he loves you. And so we, um, we were doing some worship sometime, just like this. And I heard her sing, and she had the most incredible voice. She had such a gift for singing. And actually, as she sung, people started to cry. People felt God's love. And so I encouraged her. I said, actually, we need to get you worship leading. We need to get you to start using this gift that God's given you to be able to share that love. And so she got up in front of our church, and uh, we actually wrote a kids' album in our church, and she was the lead singer on it. She was uh, the one girl that was a lead singer. She was 12 years old when we recorded it. And, and our church gathered for a big gathering in front of 2,000 people. She started to sing. And the Holy Spirit just came. His, God's love just came and just met with people. And I'm going to play that song for you in a second. But I want to tell you that actually she received the greatest gift, the greatest gift being Jesus. And because of that, God wants to use the gifts he's given us. He wants to use your voice. He wants to use your hands, your feet. And then she started to change the world around her. She started to bring hope. And do you know what I love about that story? Hope is her middle name. And I want to tell you today that no matter what you're going through, hope is your middle name as well. Not literally. Don't change it on your birth certificates. But hope is what God wants to bring in your life and use it to change the people around you. So I want you to listen to the song and just see um, what it does for you. She was 12 years old when we recorded this. that amazing so I didn't rig it <laughs> you think I rigged it no I didn't <laughs> do you know that actually God wants to come into every single one of your lives he's given you all gifts he's given you all talents and he wants to be able to remind you that this isn't the end of the story you know the enemy is going to come to try and steal kill and destroy he wants to try and steal our passions and our desires to discourage us but actually, as we step beyond that fear and into the life that God has for us, God says that he brings life in all its fullness. And he wants to bring that for every single one of your lives. Just before um, we just pray, is there, I, I just had this um, picture. Is there anyone here called with the name Aroha? Is there anyone here with the name Aroha? No? Uh, just give me a big wave if it is you. Anyone here with the name Aroha? 
Or maybe there's someone with the middle name Aroha. Is there anyone? That's totally fine. Well, do you know Aroha, I think, is a beautiful thing. Um, that's the Māori word. And uh, Aroha actually literally means, when Aro means to turn towards, and Ha means the breath of life. And so when we say love, it's actually to turn towards the breath of life. And God's wanting to come and give life to us again, to remind us that he is the God of hope. And he wants to remind every single one of you that you're precious to him. So why don't we stand to our feet? Awesome. If you feel comfortable, feel free to just open out your hands like you're receiving a gift. Father, I thank you that you're here. Thank you for every single person here. Thank you, Jesus, that this isn't the end of the story. Lord, you are chasing after us. You're reminding us how much you love us. You run to us with open arms. Lord, just as that song says, there's no shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up coming after me. Lord, I pray that everyone will know that you are chasing after them with your love. And may they know that what you've placed in them with your love is enough to change the world around them. In Jesus' name.